0: There's no doubt that small businesses are the foundation of our communities. That's why MasterCard has invested in tools to support small business owners as they grow their business. With MasterCard tools and resources, you can increase sales by shortening checkout time, broadening your customer base, and tapping into new opportunities to increase customer loyalty. So get started. Discover all the ways MasterCard can help guide, grow, and protect your business at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. I'm your host, Rick Spence, business journalist, editor, public speaker, and entrepreneur. After 15 years as the national entrepreneurship columnist at the National Post, and as the former editor and publisher of Profit, the magazine for Canadian entrepreneurs, I've learned what makes Canadian startups special, scalable, and successful. On this show, we connect you with Canada's most innovative and entrepreneurial leaders and changemakers. You'll meet the people driving the entrepreneurial movement and we'll share their first-person adventures and their tips, hacks, and best advice for running startup and growth companies. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 3.5 million entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. To entrepreneurs everywhere, this is your show. Entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. On the show today, we're thrilled to have... Eva and Alan Lau. Eva is an entrepreneur-turned-investor and one of the few women leading a venture fund in Canada. She's founding partner at Two Small Fish Ventures in Toronto, which invests in early-stage, hopefully transformative tech companies. Before Two Small Fish, she worked alongside the co-founders of Wattpad in the company's early days. She helped nurture and scale the company from its infancy and grew it to 90 million monthly users around the world. Eva is also involved in many accelerators and university incubators such as Techstars and the Creative Destruction Lab at the Rotman School of Management. With a focus on investing in companies with strong network effects, Eva has created the ASSET framework, A-S-S-E-T, that many entrepreneurs have adopted as part of their business strategies. Alan Lau is Eva's husband and the CEO and co-founder of Wattpad, a global multi-platform entertainment company and the world's leading storytelling platform. Alan leads the company's vision to entertain and connect the world through original user-generated stories. A leader in Canada's technology sector and the startup ecosystem, Alan is a member of the Canadian Council of Innovators, which advances the interests of Canadian technology companies at all levels of government. And he's also a co-founder of Two Small Fish. So hopefully... You figure that they work together and apart and together and apart. So we'll take that apart and see how that works. Eva and Alan, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks for having us. Thank you so much,
2: Rick. Yeah, thanks for inviting us.
0: Oh, we're delighted to have you guys. Uh, You you know all about storytelling, so I'm really interested in hearing uh, your stories, uh, learning how you collaborate, and uh, what's next because your adventures are just like in any good story, your adventures just get bigger and bigger, I think. So let's start out by asking our standard first question. We want to make sure that the entrepreneurs dipping their toes into this podcast. We want to make sure they stay glued to it because there's going to be good information coming up. So what are the top pieces of advice that you hope entrepreneurs will take away from this conversation?
2: I guess uh, uh, I went through the journey from uh, from seed to sprout, uh, to scale and, and success, the, the four asses. And uh, while knowing what I know now, uh, there's one thing that uh, I, I think uh, loud and clear to me and perhaps uh, would be of good use for uh, uh, entrepreneurs uh, starting and, and scaling the business, is uh, you just have to assume you you get a new job every year. Uh, you know, the nature of entrepreneur is always changing. What works for you today uh, as the company uh, scales or perhaps uh, uh, even as the market landscape has changed, you just have to change what you are working on. Early days, uh, uh, you focus on the idea, but uh, um, at a later stage, you, you've you, you have to focus on hiring people to help you turn that idea into, in, uh, turn that vision into reality. That's a completely different skill set, and I'm just using these two as an example, and there are so many steps in between. Uh, so um, making sure you are conscious that every year your job nature would change uh, is just so important.
0: Your job changes every year. That's a really, really good way of looking at it. I haven't heard it expressed quite that that, that, that way before. And you mentioned, sorry, the, the four S's, seed, sprout, scale, and success.
2: Yep. yep. Beautiful. That's the four S's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hadn't heard that before either. Fantastic. Eva, what, what, what do you hope people will take away from this conversation?
1: Well, you know, to add to uh, what Alan just said about, um, you know, a new job every year, um a lot of people will kind of like how do we do that well there i think there are a couple things that um entrepreneurs should know and probably it's not necessarily obvious so i'm going to point that out one of them is very obvious is to build product that you know your user loves um, it's extremely important that you continue to uh, pay attention to what the market and what the customers are asking for, and and surprise them and delight them in in ways that you know knock their socks off in a way. But most importantly, during the journey of entrepreneurship, always work with people that bring out that brings out the best of you. And I think um, you know me and Alan uh, have been together for a long time. Uh, we met when we were teenagers, and honestly, Alan has always and continuously, you know, bring out the best of me. Um, and uh, I hope I'm doing the same thing to him, too. You know, maybe you can ask him how how, how I did that. Um, but it's I will. <laughs> you know, but it's important, you know, other than the, the, the relationship, you know, at the partner levels, I'm talking more also in a team level, people that you bring onto the team, investors that you, you know, you bring on to the uh, around the table. Um, those are people that will be running the journey with you. So it's extremely important that you find those right people to continue to challenge you, but at the same time work with you and and bring out the best in every situation. So that's what I want to make sure that, uh, you know, entrepreneur listening to this podcast will get out, uh, uh, you know, from this conversation.
0: Fantastic. Tell me, Eva, if I'm interviewing someone... For a job where where we'll work closely together, or if I'm you know talking to different investors, how will I know if they're going to bring out the best in me? Is is that something that you sort of feel right away, or does it take time?
1: Well, I think you know uh, human uh, relationships and interactions is a process. Um, you know, not two relationships uh, will look the same, so. It took me and Alan a little while to get to know each other and 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 started our dating journey. And it it's a it's a continuous process that we discovered every day that we are uh, bringing the best of of, of each other. Uh, some people is very obvious. You know, you just have a conversation. You know, about a business idea, and you know, wow, you know, I had this conversation with him and or her, and within thirty minutes. I, you know, he's already or she's already challenging me and bringing new ideas. So you may just hit it off the road, you know, immediately. What I'm just trying to say here is that uh, there, there's no uh, um, one way or one indicator. But one thing I, I think, you know, it's important is, is actually not to look towards others, but it's to look towards ourselves. Do we have the ability to reflect? I think that if you have that readily available to yourself, you're readily available to have people to bring out the best out of you.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good insight. Thank you for that. So you guys have been uh, together for a while and you were certainly working together at, at Wattpad, but I think you were working together before that. So can you take us through your entrepreneurial journey, whether it's sort of separate or together? How did it start?
2: Yeah, maybe I'll uh, I'll take this one. Uh, Eva, feel free to, to jump in. Uh, uh, we we met uh, when we were in university. Uh, uh, Eva was uh, one year junior, uh, but uh, I uh, right after my bachelor also uh, got my master. So we actually graduated at the same time in the same year. Very uh, clever. Uh, uh, Well, maybe by design, uh, secretly. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Anyway, uh, that's another topic for another day. Uh, uh, But what what I would like to say was um, um, my first job was at IBM. And Eva got her first job at a company called Darina uh, in the '90s. Uh, IBM, of course, you know, is one of the largest uh, technology companies in the world. Even back then, it was very, very large. Uh, and Darina was an upstart. Uh, it was, uh, uh, I think, when she joined the company, it was uh, 30 people or something roughly, like that. Yeah, yeah, r- roughly 30 people, uh, and. Coincidentally, uh, uh, Delrina's office was right next to IBM. I could literally walk to to her office uh, during mm-hmm. lunch. I, I should uh, mention
0: that that Delrina was some of Canada's brightest early entrepreneurs mm-hmm. coming together to do cool things based yep. on based on
2: fax modems and things like that, Yeah, we, we, we'll come back to this point later. I'll okay. <laughs> uh, explain what, what it does. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, and uh, uh, after joining IBM, I knew right away, uh, pretty much on day one or day two, oh, large company is not really not me. I was really struggling and not happy. And at the same time, uh, looking at, Eva, she was very happy every single day and uh, even though the hours were very, very long but uh, she was happy and I had uh, compared to Compared to me, I had not much to do at IBM, and I was super unhappy. But uh, they so, had a country club, Alan. They had a country club. <laughs> no, I, 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 well, remember, I was a fresh graduate. You, you can only call the country club an inspiration 30 years from where I was. right? So um, uh, uh, nine months later, uh, I joined the arena. So... Um, uh, we we started to to work together. So let me explain what Darina uh, did. Um, maybe if I can, can, can jump in here. Long story short, as a PC software company, a fax modem, uh, as as you mentioned, uh, it uh, it started off as uh, um, a form software company or something. But that uh, was uh, it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and but uh, the the the. The one that uh, hit the home run uh, or or grand slam, I, I should say, was uh, the the product called WinFax. Uh, anyone uh, who had used a PC in the 90s uh, would have used that product. Um, started small, but uh, um, bundling with every single modem on, on the planet, and before we knew, the company grew from like 30 people when when Eva joined to. 700 people in three or four years when it was sold to Symantec for uh, uh, just under half a billion dollars. And remember, it was in the 90s, so definitely a unicorn multiple times uh, at at that time. So that's how how we started.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so I think, you know, um, when we were in the arena, um, what was very apparent to us was the entrepreneurial spirit in a company. Um, you know, from the uh, the the very senior level of management, CEO, you know uh, Dennis Benny, Mark Skapinka, the president, and Bert Nomado the CTO, all the way to um, you know all, you know the, the the creator of WinFax, Tony Davis. All these people are extremely entrepreneurial. They want to iterate fast and get the product out the door and delight customer and and surprise them with excellent uh, product uh, uh, features, and um, always want to be the leader in the marketplace and you know pay close attention to the the competitors it was it was fascinating and in a way uh thrilling every day we we come into the office we feel like that we are doing something we we feel like that we are in a you know in on a mission to be the the, you know the the winner uh uh, in the category we we obviously um you know, were but we have to you know be on our toes to make sure that no com- no competitions can ever come close. So that experience, I would say, has all have you know just I, I caught the bug of like wow startup. I, I just love that kind of movement and and that excitement, and not only that, uh, the ability to be around the table and not just be a nut in a bolt, but to uh, help make decisions. Uh, and provide feedback to 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 the to the leadership in the company at the time for a new grad like myself, it was just transformational.
0: That's such an interesting thing to hear. You guys sort of discover who you were because of the 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 difference, the contrast between the two companies you joined. So, Alan, would you have ever spoken to the CEO of IBM Canada while you were there?
2: Uh- <laughs> Of course, not when I was there, even today, I don't think I've ever spoken <laughs> to that I've been CEO, period. Yeah. I mean
0: <laughs> th- what, what you're just dis- describing is sort of the, the joy uh, of entrepreneurship, that, that ability to you know to make a difference, to, as you say, to feel part of the mission, which is which is so important. I think it drives so many of us and maybe some of the people who are still working for IBM and other big businesses might like to know that there's another way of living there's another way of contributing other than you know being stuck in a hierarchy so it's so so thank you for clarifying that that's really interesting so tell me quickly how wattpad came about it's an empire built on stories that other people do i mean it's brilliant <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Before Alan start, I gotta, I gotta, you know, interject right here. What Pat? When I first heard of it, uh, when Alan came back home and 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 told us about it, I'm like, what on earth? Why would people do that? Why would you think people will do that? So I'm gonna let Alan kind of take it from here you know with the surprise look on my face and uh, yeah. you know how he go about doing it
2: <laughs> yeah so uh, after the arena was uh, acquired by Samantha, I stayed on for a few years and then Max Kapinka and Tony Davis started Bryce Uh well we we all know Bryce Buck, uh today but back then the, uh, in the uh, at the turn of the century Park uh, was uh, was uh, more like an incubator uh, and venture capital, as opposed to like the venture capital only that that you see today, uh, but that's not that's not the point. The, the, the point was uh, um, I started my first company called Tira Wireless uh, at um uh, and uh, that company was focusing on mobile gaming or mobile application technology, wh- which is great. Uh, this is I, I love gadgets, and, and so uh, this is. Uh, uh, really really in my swim lane the the problem is uh, gaming is not really something i'm i'm super passionate about uh uh, if you look at my media consumption uh, after work uh, mostly reading so i had the idea uh, at that time it was year 2002 um, i want to combine my profession which is mobile and my passion which is reading and uh, uh, built a mobile reading app. But uh, 20 years ago, the most popular phone at that time was the, yeah, the candy bar Nokia phone. Uh, for those uh, who are old enough to remember that, uh, the, the phone that uh, you could only read three lines of text, you, you have to scroll every two seconds, and to read a paragraph, you have to tap the down arrow a, a million times. Uh, so uh, c- very quickly, I know this is not the product anyone would use, uh, including myself. I wouldn't use it. It's it's too crappy in user experience. And then uh, early uh, days. Uh, <laughs> come on, early days. Hey, but I I you know. this is uh, pretty much how all these startup uh, ideas started. Uh, So uh, fast forward to year 2006, uh, the most popular phone at that time was the Motorola uh, Motorola Razr, the flip phone. So uh, one thing that uh, the flip phone is way better than the Nokia phone was it has a larger screen uh, instead of three lines of text, I can read ten lines of text now instead ten of a whole million lines of text. ten whole lines. So instead of a million clicks on a million taps uh, now only a hundred thousand taps <laughs> you can read a paragraph. so I uh, re- re- resurrected that idea and then oh the, uh, in the blue. Uh, my now my WhatsApp co-founder Ivan uh, Ivan Yuan uh, he um, he used to work for Tira as well. That's how I met him. Um, when I was busy uh, um, re- resurrecting the the reading app idea, out in the blue, Ivan instant messaged me, and that's what he said in the instant message: "Hey Alan, I'm working on a new product idea. Uh, can you give me some feedback?" And uh, when I click on that link guess what I saw? He was also working on a mobile reading app, but he was also one step ahead. Uh, Not only he created a mobile reading app, but also created a, a website where people can share their writings, and consume on mobile. As you can see, this is the predecessor of Wattpad. And uh, uh, um, the the next thing uh, uh, we we uh, we know was I flew to Vancouver. You know, Ivan was living in Vancouver back then. I flew to Vancouver to see him. I met him at the Vancouver airport. And uh, and then the rest is history. We started the company. But one thing I do want to also say is uh, when I came back home and tell. Eva, uh, hey, this is a brilliant idea that Ivan and I, we, we uh, independently uh, uh, came up with, and uh, I'm go- going to quit Tira. Um, and, and started uh, th- this new company with Ivan and blah, 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 and then she, she was rolling yeah. her eyes and, you know, like, what a stupid idea, no one would ever use this. And remember, this is pre-iPhone, pre-Kindle, pre-Android, pre well, uh, I shouldn't say pre-social network, but uh, Facebook had 50 million users, uh, four-year-old company with 100 employees back then. So even social was new. User-generated content was new. So we were Way, way, way ahead of the curve of uh, any um, ahead of the curve of anybody else.
0: The other thing that strikes me here is that it was before YouTube, and that's how the kids spend their time now. Is so often watching uh, videos. Nothing uh, wrong with that.
2: Well, I just no. want to clarify. Um, it was uh, when we first started. It was uh, YouTube just sold to Google for four billion dollars, but YouTube was. Even YouTube had thirty people—a tiny startup back then. So yeah, um, it's it it yeah, very new. So
0: it, it, not not the cultural force that it is. I think YouTube has shifted the way we of interact with with, mm-hmm. with media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, as an old print guy, <laughs> um, you know, I I have certainly felt it. I love the way video can tell stories so well, but you know, I lament that reading and storytelling have sort of taken a a second place to that. And I salute you for (laughs) keeping reading alive.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, So, you know, um, uh, uh, the thesis at that time was um, there are only uh, so many big media types. Video is one of them. Um, Audio is one of them. And uh, text is one of them. So um, we uh, we believe... uh, At that time, uh, remember 2006, we believed that uh, mobile capability will continue to uh, improve. And we also visualized a world where uh, mobile uh, internet would become ubiquitous. So uh, these two things uh, did not quite exist but we could see the trend line is heading towards that direction and, and that's why we believe that uh, wh- when, when those two like foundational infrastructure things uh, become available people would be reading and writing and consuming content uh, on a device that they carry all the time and uh, of course it turned out to be true.
0: Alan, when did you know you were on to something with this idea of these interactive stories, uh, uh, user-generated stories at Wattpad? Uh, it, uh,
2: uh, it seems like an open success, but uh, the, 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 the truth is uh, after a year of trying uh, from 2006 and 2007, uh, we were really, really struggling. We thought we would be like uh, YouTube that can uh, you know, uh, attract millions of people in the first year. Uh, we were spot on, except that we attracted we uh, we attracted a thousand, we, we missed by three zeros. But other of, out of than that, we were okay. <laughs> so obviously it wasn't okay because uh, if you run a SaaS company or even a restaurant, when you have a thousand customers in the first year, not bad. If you have a completely free product, and you give it away, and only a thousand people using it, yeah, you you suck. So <laughs> this is where uh, you
0: say we'll make it up on volume. Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
2: uh, we we we, um, we had to do a lot of side hustles to keep ourselves uh, uh, going. Um, and uh, uh, I distinctly remember after a year, uh, uh, the only it's a free product. Uh, we we purposely did not focus on monetization, uh, but we, uh, we try out uh, advertising. So uh, on the website, uh, we, we have some banner ads and we got a $2 check from Google. So that's how <laughs> little money we, we made. Uh, obviously $2 is not enough for, for two families. That's why we had to um, work on some side hustles, but we believe in the product. Uh, so uh, this is one thing very very important uh, if you truly truly believe in the product and if you, you know, time is your biggest enemy figure out a way to extend your runway and we did that by having a side hustle so that our runway is uh, uh, was a little bit longer so, and, so d- uh, describe
0: to me what would have been a typical side hustle that you guys were working uh, in, we did some con-
2: consulting on the side but uh, uh, we the the most unusual side hustle that we did was we actually created another company on the side uh, uh keep a long story short it's like flipboard for feature phones because remember in 2007 iphone still didn't exist right so we, we, we did that and that one actually went okay uh, so uh, that gave us uh, a little bit more time for uh, to, to keep what going and uh, and one thing we, we kind of joke about uh, at that time because um, we honestly we, we thought of giving up uh, but one of us uh, like Ivan and I one of us we, we, we said wait a minute uh, we, we we have two dollars in revenue but our hosting cost is only five dollars, so we are three dollars away from break even. Why should we give up? <laughs> so, was he uh, married at you... the time? Did he have uh, a family? Well, bo- both of us, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 so uh, the, the 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 truth is, uh, you it may sound like a joke, but a three dollar. Uh, monthly burn rate is very, very low, right? Uh, And if you have some even minimalistic side hustle, and if you believe in your idea, and if you believe time, given us more time, we can turn this mediocre idea into a great idea, then it's not a bad way to, to tackle this problem. And uh, and then uh, only you know uh, uh, now of course it's easier for for me to say, but uh, at uh, um, uh, at that time, uh, truthfully, the biggest enemy of uh, of uh, like preventing Wattpad from taking off is actually time, because imagine Wattpad as a marketplace; it's a marketplace to connect uh, readers and writers. And we had the chicken and egg problem where, like, there's no writer would have the incentive to upload anything uh, because there's no reader, and readers there's nothing to consume. There's no reason for them to come. So we have to get out of that chicken and egg problem. Right. Uh, so this so, is also,
0: This is also the network, the network effect that I exactly I, I talked about. Exactly. Earlier. Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, we, we learned so much about network effect during those few years. Uh, uh, but uh, to answer your original question, uh, you know, uh, uh, leveraging public domain uh, content to to kind of seed the, the 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 marketplace, and then slowly but surely, uh, WordPress started to to take off. I think it's finally turning the corner. Uh, in early two thousand nine, almost two and a half years, three years uh, after we we started the company, and that's that's when Eva joined the company.
0: But you had to pay her, right? Oh no! Why would
1: you know? Where where do we get the money to pay me? I have oh. to pay him <laughs> oh, okay. in a way that by by you know sh- basically you know me and Alan have always been um, you know uh, how do I say? Um, Vigilant and 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 frugal with our spending. You know, we we certainly ha- were, were very comfortable um, when he started uh, Wattpad because, given that we had uh, many years of experience in the ecosystem and and certainly have uh, a good job, had good jobs and good savings and things like that. But imagine uh, two thousand and six and two thousand. You know, all the way. I would say, you know, before the seed the seed round. Uh, other than the side hustles that Alan and Ivan was doing, uh, we didn't have much income. So certainly, it was a very tough time on the, you know, in on a, on on a family size a, as well. So I think this is the part that I want to kind of like highlight here is that, you know, how um, being a partner of an entrepreneur um, in 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 this very difficult phase is an opportunity to bring the best out of out of each other. Um, you know, can we tolerate the same? Kind of risk? Uh, do we have the appetite um, of of taking on the risk as a family? You know, I was just obviously half joking of me paying Alan. It, it, the, the reason I said that is basically we are sharing the burden, the financial burden together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for one dollar he's not bringing home, then we have one dollar less. You know, uh, for the family. So um, at at that time, you know, I just want to highlight here is that. Um, w- entrepreneurship journey it's a it's a very very lonely journey um you may have your co-founders uh, but you know other than the business partner the one that you can really count on is is your family members and uh so for for me um that that that's actually it's 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 a point that you know it's is testing people's uh i would say tenacity and yeah. and the relationship
2: yeah, just let this sink in for one second. A family with two kids with uh, little to no income for three, four years. Just let this sink in for one second. The the amount of stress in the family is uh, is almost unimaginable, right? Uh, so,
0: <laughs> sorry, let me ask the the question that the listeners are wondering. Did you have a nest egg from Delrino? Were you shareholders? Was Did that help get you through? Or were you really dependent on revenue in the family?
2: Uh, well, well we, we were employees uh, at Delrino. We were not the founders, right? Uh, and we, we were very, very early in our career. So um, uh, did we financially uh, benefit it? Uh, uh, yes, and uh, you know, Eva also worked for ATI after the arena, and ATI now AMD uh, was doing quite well. So uh, I think yeah,
0: the big the big chip. Yeah, there, so right?
2: I, I think financially we we were okay. We were not like amazing, but we were okay. Uh, but I, I guess the point I want want to make is uh, we, we had enough savings. But startup always take much longer than you expect to to take off, and uh, uh, we 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 miscalculated.
0: <laughs> your old friends from IBM, your old colleagues at IBM, they're still laughing at 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 this point. They're still saying, "I I saw them at No Frills the other day."
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> to- totally. I mean, you know, the, the way to put it is that you know certainly when when Alan started uh, Wattpad um, back in two thousand and six. Uh, we wouldn't do it if we didn't have savings. But the problem is exactly what Alan said. We miscalculated because we thought that, you know, we could we would ha- we had a, a safe cushion uh, of the savings. But that depleted, you know, actually relatively quickly, especially when we had two young children. And then uh, you know to a point that we actually have to accumulate debt. We have we have so- we have debt. <laughs> we have to go into the whole debt zone. Um, you know, um, you know, to 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 get you know the 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 line of credit out from our home and and all those kind of stuff. We were at the brink of, of selling our house in order to continue to fund the, the you know the journey. So it's, it's it. That's what I meant by, you know, testing the relationship and and the, and the tenacity as a couple, right? So so, um, kind of like going back to also some point you, you highlight you know in the beginning of the conversation. Um, you know the people who who worked at IBM uh, may 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 kind of like wow fantasize you know how cool it is to be in a startup, but th- there are dark sides as well, and the appetite for that kind of a risk, it's not necessarily for everyone.
0: Right. I, I think that I, I love your your phrase miscalculated. I think that the ability to miscalculate to to be optimistic, I think it's a necessary flaw in entrepreneurs, because. You're taking on something no one else has done before, and you have this strange belief that it's doable. Yeah. And if but if you didn't have that belief, it would never get done. So society depends. Progress depends on the miscalculators.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great quote. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try and remember that one. Um, let let us flip right forward and just sum up for those who don't know what what Wattpad is today. I mean, now you've got so many stories, and you're I think monetizing them through publishing and uh, production deals.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so many deals. Tell tell me tell me what what that looks like now.
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah. L- l- let me draw the connection between like reading uh, uh, classic books on mobile reading app to making a movie. <laughs> so uh, uh, um, we, uh, w- as I mentioned uh, uh, in 2009, WordPress started to-, to take off and fast forward to, to-, to today. Uh, the app has o- over 90 million monthly users, uh, uh, a few-, few million writers uploading a million new chapters, of fictional content uh, in 50 languages on the platform every day 1 million chapters every day so uh, we 1 million
0: a, chapters a day wow
2: yeah we we ha- we have seen a huge 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 amount of content but not only the content also the data and insight around the content because people comment on the on on the story so we know not only we know which one is popular we know which one has the built in fan base but we also know which, were, uh, which chapter or even which paragraph is resonating. So we now with all the data and leveraging machine learning, we can take the best stories on our platform and turn them into TV shows and movies and print books. But when we turn them into uh, movies or, or, or print books, this is one thing we, we do. We, we know we can tell the screenwriter or the editor, keep chapter one and chapter five and chapter seven, but chapter seven only the first two paragraphs because that's what the 200,000 comments are telling us. This is the kind of wow. insights that did not exist uh, before. This is first time in the universe someone has this type of uh, audience-based data. And even Netflix, they collect of, of a lot of data that was after the movie has produced. And we are talking about the first line of the movie script has not been written. We already know uh, which part we should keep and which part we should, we should, uh, we should throw away. So um, this gives us a very, very unique superpower. And that's why the success rates of our movies and uh, TV shows and print books as is, is much higher than anybody else um, today we have uh, close to a hundred uh, projects uh, movies or tv projects that we are working on simultaneously on five continents uh, including uh, some of the emmy uh, uh, nominated uh, people choice award uh, winning story number one streaming on netflix uh, uh, to uh, number one streaming uh, uh, in indonesia uh, we have all those uh, accolades uh,
0: right my impression is and i could be wrong most of them are in asia they're, so they're not something that we would have i would i would likely to have been exposed to uh
2: yes and no uh as an example uh uh, let me use after um, as, as an example. After is, uh, uh, is the most popular story on Marpe in 2014. Uh, we co-published the book with Simon Schuster. We sold millions and millions of copies. Sorry, what around... was the, title? What was the A- title? After. After. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, uh, the five book series uh, became New York Times bestseller, number one bestselling book in Germany, France, and a few other places. Uh, two years ago, the uh, uh, movie came out. Uh, it uh, The opening weekend, we were number one in 17 countries. Uh, and uh, at that time, it was the number one independent produced uh, movie uh, in the world um, at that time. Uh, and then uh, after we collided the sequel, Um, or or we call it after two, uh, uh, came out last year's similar results. uh, And when it was available on Netflix and iTunes, it was number one on iTunes and number one on on Netflix in multiple countries. Uh, After three and after four, they have been produced. They are in post-production right now. And after five and after six uh, have been uh, greenlit, will be uh, in production very soon. So this is one example uh, that is uh, um, not just in Asia, uh, but uh, predominantly in Latin America, Europe, and North America, of course.
0: Right. That's so 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 cool. And and as I understand it, this you don't own the content on your platform, right? You you don't grab the rights away. So you have to sort of negotiate with with with, with your users. Is that right?
2: That that's right. However, I would also say because we we have the data, we know which one is trending. We know right. we know which one will take off. Uh, sometimes we, uh, in a, quite a few cases, we we told the writer we know your story is about to take off, and the writers may not even know. So uh, we that kind of signal allow us to uh, uh, talk to the writers. Um, at the at the right time and uh we work together Yeah, of course like when we turn a story into a movie the the writers would be financially benefit as well because it's their ip uh but we we we, we kind of view this a, as a partnership
0: right so you have an advantage in the negotiations but the point the point i was trying to make is at a time when so many companies are grabbing rights and taking them mm-hmm. away from people as a condition of them playing on their platform. You don't do that. And I think that's that that, that that's very essentially decent uh, of Wattpad to be that way. Ava, how long were you at Wattpad and when did you switch over to becoming an investor at Two Small Fish?
1: Well, um, I started at Wattpad in uh, 2009 before they raised the seed round and, uh, you know, it was a... a difficult but yet at the same time exciting time back then uh, because finally we have some uh users who were passionately sharing stories with um you know on our platform and um people were enthusiastically reading them and commenting them and giving feedback it's just like a undiscovered gem at the time you know for for the demographics that we were servicing and uh it, it was in exponential growth and for me to be to be able to um, be at the front line and work with the, the the users and understand their needs and understand their 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 passion, so that I can bring all those feedback and work with the team, particularly Ivan, um, you know the CTO, um, and and engineer the product in such a way that uh, we can enable the users to be our ambassadors and be our marketers and share the the joy and fun that they experience on Wattpad to to a larger audience, and allowed us to have that exponential growth. But what comes with that certainly was a lot of work. Um, So during the day, I will be working with uh, users uh, in Europe and in North America, And then uh, as soon as I uh, I pick up the the, the kids from school, um, after making dinner, I have to lock onto my machine, again, because that's where the Asian users uh, come online and I have to be there for them. So it was a very, very uh, uh, hectic uh, work-life balance, uh, you can put it. And so when uh, Alan raised, uh, after uh, he raised Series B from Coastal Adventures, uh, uh, based in the, the Valley, um, I made a decision. I said, uh, it's it's it was a fun ride, but it's important for me to uh, step back a little bit and 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 uh, spend more time with the family. it's It's just unhealthy for me and Alan to be working around the clock literally um while our our kids were, you know, um, still very young. I could outsource uh, cleaning. I could outsource even cooking by buying takeouts, but I just could not outsource. Uh, mothering, uh, in my opinion. So I, I made the decision. And um, it, how I started Angel Investing back in 2014 was very much like, mm, I have done something amazing. You know, look back, uh, even at the time in hindsight, we built a massive network, uh, particularly a social network for storytelling uh, without a blueprint. Back then, nobody knew how to build it. Nobody even know what, what would it take, but we did it. So I was so, uh, eager to share the lessons learned, uh, with other fellow entrepreneurs. So initially starting off as just, uh, you know, chit chatting with entrepreneurs, sharing experience very quickly. I spotted opportunities to say, why don't we put money in, in, in those companies? So one of them uh, was, was Bitstrip, um, you know, eventually be, uh, became a Bitmoji and eventually be uh, being acquired by by Snapchat. Um, so that experience, uh, you know, was was very interesting because Alan knew the founders, uh, one of the founders for a long time and uh, had been in conversations with them, um, you know, on and off for many years. And when I was introduced to them, I'm like, "Wow, this is a cool, cool, cool idea! Wouldn't it be nice if we can, um, you know, invest in them?" And and they um, actually became the number one app in the App Store at one time, and uh, had you know garnered a lot of interest. So being able to share my experience with them and uh, you know spot that opportunity and eventually you know become uh, one of the advisors uh, uh, for them. Uh, It it was just an amazing experience. And I said, I could do more of this and um, then turn myself into uh, an angel investor. So investing as an angel uh, from 2014 to 2018 gave me lots of opportunity to engage with the larger ecosystem. Initially started off as a fun, passionate project of myself. Eventually, I just find myself being... Uh, in the in the in the um, I would say in the larger ecosystem, accelerators like the Creative Destruction Lab, TechStars, Velocity, um, and then eventually uh, in VOTA in in Halifax, they all welcome my participation and in to some degree they they eagerly want me to to be there because not a lot of people in. Canada had had that hands on experience to build something this massive like Wattpad from its very, very early days and um, my hands on experience and being able to tell uh, the founders the wall scars, the the mistakes that I I personally made and and um, the, the victories that we made together as a team it was not only fascinating to those entrepreneurs but actually helped them to avoid those problems that otherwise they would have just fallen into just like how i fell into back then and so, so, so you're that,
0: you're monetizing the misery all those years
1: <laughs> in a way yeah you know because um, honestly speaking, you know, if we, if we looked at the, the history of Wattpad and, you know, since 2006 and, and all the way to 2010, um, obviously some of them were circumstantial. Like, you know, people don't have big phones for them to read on. Uh, data plans were expensive. So these are, in, you know, infrastructure issues that may not necessarily be able to fast track uh, per se because it's out of the founder's control. But there were features issues, or there were uh, uh, strategies that we 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 just you know did not execute well during the early days, and uh, you know caused a lot of pain. But then at the same time, we did a lot of right things. We we listened to the users, we understood their intrinsic need, and um, and fast tracked those kind of what we call the network effects, and allow them to be our ambassadors and and be the marketers. Uh, has worked beautifully, uh, I don't know if Alan, you know, w- you know, you know, feel, feel, feel comfortable to share, but I do, is I don't think we spent a single dollar in marketing at all in driving users to our platform during the early days. I would say during the first maybe five, five years or more,
2: well, e- even uh, almost 10 years before we we start uh, performance marketing.
1: Yeah. So you can see that how much work we have put into uh, the engine in the product to allow that kind of uh, natural organic uh, viralness to go. um, And and that took a lot of work. So just just those kind of lessons learned, uh, you know, making those available to other entrepreneurs is just something that I'm very passionate to do. Because why would I want people to walk through the mystery that I had um if I can help them to fast track it. So is this something
0: you were doing as a volunteer, or are you out there talent scouting for the for your portfolio?
1: Yeah, initially, it, the, the return of of these investment is just my investment opportunities, right? So as an angel investor, no, no one no one pays me. Um I actually have to uh, you know get out of the pocket myself, you know, to fly to different cities and and be available to to founders. Um, you know, sometimes buy them coffee and or or lunch. <laughs> you know, if, if they are very interesting, you know, opportunities. Um, so for me, it's it's really about um, uh, sharing my experience and fast tracking those entrepreneurs, and at the same time spotting the ones that are uh, have the potential to become a massive uh, opportunity uh, or a massive company here uh, in in Canada. So during the Enjo days, it was. It was, you know, out of my my own expenses to, to scout these opportunities. But then at the same time, you know, um, I would say towards the, you know, mid-2018, I have more and more entrepreneurs said to me and say, Eva, I so wish you don't write angel checks, but write VC check size. Your value that you come in, it's not only just your experience, but, you know, you, your, your, your presence around the table signifies to a lot of other VCs that, you know your door, your 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 vote of endorsement is so important. I so wish you were a VC, and I'm like, maybe I should be a VC.
0: Right. So so can you clarify for, for how big is an angel check and how big is a is a VC check?
1: So angel check size, uh, it you no know, different people have different range. So for me, it was ranging around you know uh, twenty thousand dollars to fifty thousand uh, dollars per company, and there was no follow on. It was an angel check. Uh, but right now as a VC, um, you know, as early as a pre-seed round, my check size ranging from $150,000 all the way to half a million dollars or maybe even more uh, as a first check. And I, I also have reserve in my fund to do follow-ons. So if for one particular company, um, you know, according to, 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 to my plan, um, I could invest up to a, a million bucks uh, since an inception to perhaps Series B. So that's the scale that we are talking about. Um, investing as an angel versus investing as a VC, particularly as a micro VC that I'm I'm at right now.
0: Can I ask what your success rate is? I mean, we all know that a VC, you know, supposedly invests in ten companies, hoping that one will look explode and do great and the other nine yes eight of them fail yes and one of them just grinds exactly. on and never accomplishes anything exactly Is so it- i
1: think you know uh, i think my angel portfolio has done very well uh so certainly uh one of the 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 successes already you know give us realized return uh skip the dishes so me and alan um, invested in, in Skip the Dishes through Two Small Fish Ventures uh, very early on. I think we are one of the very first angel checks uh, that goes into the company.
2: Um, yeah. So for- In fact, it, it was the first check <laughs> confirmed by the founders.
1: Okay. Wow. So when, 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 we, when, when they sold to Just Eat, that investment already gave us a return of north, north of 10x. Wow. Yeah, and then yeah. and then another one that absolutely worth mentioning it's Ada. So Ada, uh, you know, just have announced that they they have joined the herd of unicorn. Uh, you know, in Canada as well. So that one, it's already.
0: I know Ada. I don't remember what they do.
1: Oh, Ada is the chat uh-huh. uh, uh, bot uh, support infrastructure for companies like Wattpad, Zoom. Shopify <laughs> and many more telecom companies here in uh, in Canada, but also in the States. And they, are, uh, you know, I would say the intelligent chat infrastructure for companies to not only doing uh, customer support, but they are venturing into the marketing side of, of, uh, of intelligence as well. So it's a company that I'm very proud of. Um, so that, and, that have
0: you had an exit from that.
1: I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you know, certainly they are doing very w- well right now. You know, we still have a have unrealized return. But on the books, it's already what I would say 20 X. <laughs> I, I have to do my calculation to update, right. okay. update it. But you can see, um, you know, some of these companies. And then certainly there are a few more, uh, you know, like BenchSci, uh, Drop, uh, they, are my, uh, they are also in my portfolio teal book. They also in my portfolio in my angel and they are doing very well as well. So
0: I, I, I bet that our listeners are saying, well, how can I get Eva's attention? So, so what is it you're looking for? What, what could someone say to you that would make you say, yeah, I'll take a coffee with you. I'll buy you lunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, um, there, there are multiple things that I look for in an opportunity, certainly team, uh, experienced team. Um, not necessarily, you know that they have the domain expertise, but experience meanings that, you know they 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 have tried something or they 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 uh, have built something um, and they have worked together. So that, to me is very important. But more importantly, it's the is the vision of the company and also execution of the company that they show that they can show me that they want to be a massive and transformative uh, company in a domain that they are working in. So one way to to describe it is that there are a lot of opportunities that uh, it's an iteration of what they have of, of what the market have right now and will provide incremental uh, uh, improvement. Sometimes it's 1x improvement 20x uh, or I mean 2x improvements or sometimes even you know a, a, a 10x improvement of how people are doing things but what i really what really excites me is not only just that incremental improvement is could they be paradigm shifting could they be you know transformative of how people are doing things um, so I can highlight a few companies that uh, in my VC portfolio. Then you can understand what I mean by that. So uh, one of them uh, is Stratum AI. So Stratum uh, started by two quantum engineers uh, uh, from Creative Destruction Lab. Uh, Farsi uh, and Daniel are two superbly, in, you know, intelligent and smart people that I have met. They are, they use uh, 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 AI to basically uh, predict uh, where the where mining materials are in mines, so they're using quantum uh, 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 type of algorithms in classical machines to help mining companies of gold mines iron iron, iron ore or, or potentially lithium uh, mines
0: it helps it helps them find out where the exactly. deposits actually are, exactly. so they minim- so they can cut out all that drilling.
1: Exactly, so you know, so that uh, they can minimize as much as possible the environmental impact, but at the same time generate the highest yield that they can for these miners. So to me, that's transformative. That's not just incremental improvement. This is like, you know, bringing the, uh, uh, an old industry to the brink of. The latest and the and the and the greatest bleeding edge technology.
0: So I hope people will uh, follow up and share their most paradigm changing, uh, scalable ideas with you. I just wanted to check back with with Alan. Um, Wattpad did a deal with a company from South Korea, Naver, something like six hundred million dollars, I hear. So uh, you've been acquired. So mm-hmm. so you've sort of had as an. As the owner, as an investor, you haven't had an exit, Alan, but I I understand you're still there and you're still in charge and you're still seeing your vision through?
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, to give everyone the context, uh, Naver has a division called Webtoon. Uh, they are one of the largest uh, comic publisher in the world. Uh, Conceptually, very similar to Wattpad, except that Wattpad focuses on uh, digital fiction; they focus on uh, digital comics. So, um, very simple to understand. The combined uh, audience is now one hundred sixty million. Uh, by far, the number one leader in in the world. Uh, the catalog of the top IPs, the blockbusters, also double overnight because we put the two catalogs together, and the uh, type of adaptations that we can do uh, we uh, it's not hard to imagine some of uh, uh, some of the top stories on Wattpad can be like, adapted to uh, uh, comics and, and vice versa and uh, animation and some of the top comics can can now be on the big screen as a movie or TV shows and, and print books as well so uh,
0: and, and I, th- I think Marvel <laughs> Studios has shown us how, how powerful that
2: can be exactly exactly so uh, yeah this is a match made in heaven and uh uh, season two of the Warpath story is uh, is live now uh, because the acquisition, the six hundred million US dollar deal, has closed uh, uh, two weeks ago. is officially official. Uh, so uh, watch out for uh, season two and se- season three and and more.
0: Fantastic! I've got to ask one last question before I let you go. How? How are you guys getting along? You've been together for a long time now, working closely together and then sort of less closely together, but still, you know, working. Are you still bringing out the best in each other?
1: I absolutely think so, uh, because um, you know for me, i I meet with founders every day, and uh, many times, uh, meeting very fun companies or, or interesting companies. And Alan always will be my sounding board, just like how he had been uh, in the last so many years. And, uh, you know, the question that he asked me, you know, always kind of like pushed me to another level of thinking. And same thing, you know, um, when when Alan, you know, have opportunities in in various capacity, Um, you know, I, I'm his sounding board as well. So just like me interrogating entrepreneurs, I just turn on my interrogating mode with him. (laughs) And then he just kind of like, you know, I can see his, um, his brain, you know, just go, you know, accelerated so fast to, 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 to match some of the
2: the interrogation. So
1: <laughs> I, I hope he's enjoying it. So
2: uh, yeah, far, I, yeah. I, th- I think we have so much joy in what we are doing, and uh, uh, if you are wondering, uh, that's what we talk about sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes at the, the uh, dining table, and uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, one uh, side story that I can share is uh, while we were talking, and uh oh, in the blue, one of our daughters mentioned, "Oh, this sounds cool, mommy. Can I put money in your fund?" <laughs> exactly. that's, that's uh you know it's a validation of what we do we are doing some it's, cool stuff and uh, even the uh, teenagers they they are very interested yes that's
0: fantastic there's hope for the next generation well i hope you guys keep sparking joy in each other and keep uh uh Doing what you're doing and creating these great opportunities, creating uh, new businesses, changing the paradigms, and telling fabulous new stories. Thank you so much. Eva Lau and Alan Lau, Two Small Fish, Wattpad, continued. good luck to you both.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. And remember, all progress depends on the miscalculators. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week in the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show dedicated to unlocking the potential of every entrepreneur. Stay tuned another minute to hear the latest startup community news and the upcoming events lineup, including our hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. I sometimes show up there too. Until next week, I'm your Startup Canada podcast host, Rick Spence.